Well, it's、uh, it's great to be together again this afternoon. I want to thank you all for coming. 谢谢大家能够来这里参加我们的今天下午的这个。We're not going to take a poll of whether you're here for the dumplings or whether you're here for discipleship. 我们不会做一个民意调查，你是来吃饺子的还是真是来听讲座。I think I would be afraid to find the results of that poll. 呀，我们也不愿意知道这个民意调查的结果。But I'm very, very excited to talk about one of my favorite subjects: making disciples. 但是我的确是非常非常的高兴，这是我一个最最喜欢的一个题目，就是怎么来培训门徒。Because I'm convinced, if the church will really focus on making disciples, we're going to see the kingdom of heaven being extended to earth. 因为我实在的相信，如果我们的教会都能真正的花时间投入在门徒训练上面的话，那么我们可以就更快、更多的看到上帝的国度在地一路在天。So just a quick reminder:、uh, last night we talked about embracing the kingdom. We laid the foundation for what the kingdom means. 就像我提醒大家，就昨天晚上我们在一起是讲的第一讲的题目是说，我们怎么来拥抱神的国度。This afternoon, we're going to talk about what is a disciple, and we're going to have another spelling lesson. We're going to spell out what a disciple means. 啊，我今天晚上我们要讲什么是做主门徒的意义是什么。我们又讲回来来个拼一个字母的游戏。Tonight, we'll talk about、uh, what it means to experience the kingdom. 那今天晚上我们会讲怎么来经历上帝的国度。And then tomorrow morning, we'll talk about extending the kingdom. 那么明天早上呢，我们会讲怎么来扩展上帝的国度。Now, if you were with us last night, you'll recall that、uh, Jesus' vision statement is captured in Matthew 6:10. 如果你昨天晚上和我们在一起的话，你一定还会记得，那上帝这个耶稣基督的这个意象的宣言是在马太福音的六章十节。And there we read Jesus saying, "Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven." 那里耶稣说，愿你的国度降临，愿你的旨意行在地上，就如同行在天上。And you'll recall that when Jesus referred to the gospel, he was referring to the gospel of the kingdom. 那当耶稣说到这个福音的时候，上帝的福音的时候，他的一个主题是在上帝的国度。It wasn't the smaller gospel that sometimes in our day we like to shrink the gospel to. 并不是我们今天有的时候会习惯的是一个比较被缩小的福音。Jesus wanted to see the kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. 主耶稣希望看到的是说这个上帝的国度在地上，就像在天上一样。And Jesus knew that it would take disciples, not just believers, to usher in the kingdom of heaven to earth. 耶稣觉得非常的清楚的知道。需要做到这点的话，靠的不光光只是相信的人，而是要靠这些真正的主的门徒。So this is Jesus' core strategy of extending the kingdom of heaven to earth, making disciples. 这是主耶稣基督的一个主要的策略，要扩展神的国度，在地如在天的话，就要靠培训门徒。So what is a disciple? 那什么是门徒？什么才叫做主的门徒呢？ We've been focusing on that topic in peer servants this year. So some of what I'm going to share with you in about、uh, one hour is what we've been talking about in one year. 
啊，那我我我们这个实际上这个题目也是在我们的机构，就是我们讲员的机构，这个平等扶持机构，一个实在非常强调的一个题目。那今天我们会在这里接下来这一个小时里面跟大家来分享。But I know you're all very smart, and you can get in one hour what most people take one year to get. 那我知道你们都是非常非常聪明的人，你们差不多可以在一个小时里面体会我们花了一年的时间讲了这一个题目。Before I jump into that, I want to show you a short video about making disciples. 在开始我们今天的讲座以前呢，我们想先给你们看一个很短的那个录像。So let's take a look at this video. 那我们先来看这个录像。When I was a kid, we used to play this game called Simon Says. Right, most of us have played that, unless you're really young, because there's no app for it. Simon Says is,、uh, you know, you just Simon Says pat your head, you know. So okay, you know, Simon said it.、Um, it's just it was a very simple game, but it's so weird how in the church Jesus says is a totally different game. If Jesus says something, you don't have to do it; you just have to memorize it. You, 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 you study it, you memorize. You guys, it, it doesn't make any sense. A lot of the things we do, when he tells us to go out and make disciples, and how many people in the, our churches are actually making disciples? They memorized it. You know, when I tell my daughter, "Hey, hey Rach, go clean your room," she doesn't come back to me two hours later and go, "I memorized what you said." <laughs> you said, "Rach, go clean your room." I can say it in Greek. <laughs> my friends are going to come over, and we're going to have a study on what it would look like if I cleaned my room. <laughs> She knows better than that, and so why do we think we're going to come before the judge one day and quote everything that he said? Talk about how much we know. It's just—it's just this black and white stuff. If I just started with scripture, I'd go. Here's what I would do. I'd start making disciples. Ah, this 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 video is very short. Mainly, Francis Chen in this video talked about how today's churches can make disciples by quoting the Old Testament scriptures. But they don't do it. 那他说，如果他在他家里让他女儿去，啊，就是把他的房间打扫清楚的话，如果他女儿只会来跟他说：“爸爸，我只是记住了，不做的话，他说他这个就是一点都没有意义啊。”那就是今天我们的教会是不是记得这个经文记得很清楚，可是真正没有去做 ？Thank you. So what do you think? 你你怎么想 ？Do you think Francis Chan is right? 你觉得 Francis Chan 说的对吗 ？Do we like talking about making disciples? But not really doing it. We are not really good at talking about making disciples. If that's the case, why is it the case that we find it so difficult to make disciples? If that's the case, why is it the case that we find it so difficult to make disciples? It can be very difficult and, and very inconvenient. 会变成非常的困难，甚至有的时候觉得很不方便的。It requires prioritizing others beyond ourselves. 它需要我们调整一下我们的优先。And the only way it really makes sense is if we make Jesus' priorities 
our priorities. That's really able to do this. When we put Jesus as our priority, 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 Then we will have a renewed focus on making disciples. If we really are putting the priority of making disciples as our priority, then we will have to adjust our priorities. So before we do that, we really need to understand what did Jesus mean or what did Jesus think of when he thought of a disciple. When we really want to understand what Jesus meant, first we need to look at what Jesus said about being a disciple. I have a book, and this book has really shaped our thinking at Pure Servants on what Jesus meant when he talked about becoming a disciple. This is a book that the Pure Servants used to teach Jesus how to become a disciple. This book is called "The Invitation: The Not So Simple Truth About Following Jesus." This book's title is "The Invitation: The Not So Simple Truth About Following Jesus." This book's title is "The Invitation." It was written by a pastor, Greg Sitters. He's a pastor up at a church in Maine. This is a pastor who wrote the book. He's called Greg Sitters. And if any of you would like this book, I would be very happy to give it to any of you who would like to come up and ask me for it. The only condition is you have to give it to somebody else when you're done. If you really like this book, he's very happy to give it to you. There's only one condition. So in this book, the pastor takes a fresh look at seven verses in the Bible where Jesus says, "If you want to be my disciple, fill in the blank." In this book, this author is very careful to explain seven verses in the Bible to the Jews. So we're going to take a look today at those seven passages. Today, we're going to take a look at those seven passages. And as we'll see, it is a very high calling that Jesus placed on his disciples. We will find that this calling to be a very high calling. Now, if you've come to understand a little bit about peer servants, you know that we like to spell things out. So we have put the word disciple in an acronym. So if you really know our Pure Servants practice, we very much like to spell things out with a single letter and a letter. So this is how we spell disciple using those seven verses that Jesus talked about what it means to be a disciple. So they are very creative. They just take the letter of the English alphabet, the seven letters, and explain these seven passages. The D of disciple is devoted to God. The first letter is D. D is devoted to God. You see, a disciple's first devotion is God. Nothing else comes even close. So, a disciple's first devotion is God. Nothing else comes even close. So, a disciple's first devotion is God. Nothing else comes even close. So, a disciple's first devotion is God. Nothing else comes even close. So, a disciple's first devotion is God. Nothing else comes even close. So the goal of every disciple is to live a life as closely to the life of Jesus as you possibly can. 每一个门走的门徒的生活的目标应该是他生活的越来越像他的主。The S is studying his teachings. 那个 S 是表示说学习他的教导。You see, disciples in the day of Jesus would spend sometimes years studying the teachings of their rabbi. So that they knew what the teachings of the rabbi said. In the time of Jesus, the disciples would spend years studying the teachings of their rabbi. So Jesus expects the same thing from us: to study his teachings. 
The C of disciple is carrying our cross. 这个 C 的话，它的意思是背负我们的十字架。You see, Jesus carried a cross, and He expects us as His disciples to carry our cross as well. 主耶稣背负他自己的十字架，所以他也期待他的门徒们同样的做同样的事情。The second I of disciple is investing in others. 第二个 I 是说花费时间在别人的身上。Jesus calls us to go and make disciples, which requires us to invest in the lives of others. Jesus 基督呼召我们去造就门徒，那就要求我们要花时间在别人的身上。The P is producing fruit. 这个 P 的话，就是说能够结出果子来。Disciples will see fruit as a result of remaining in Christ. 他的门徒们会结出果子来，是一个结果，是因为他们藏在耶稣里面。Can you guess what the L is？ 你能不能猜出来这 L 是什么吗 ？Loving one another 是彼此相爱。Disciples of Jesus are actually called to love as Jesus loved。主的门徒们是被主呼召出来说要像主爱别人一样的彼此的相爱。And finally, we get to the last letter E. Everything for Jesus. 最后一个字母是一，它的意思是说，所有的一切都是为了主耶稣。Jesus expected his disciples to give up everything. 主耶稣基督确实是期待他的门徒们能够放下自己的一切。So let's take a look at each of these eight letters of disciple. Let's take a closer look at them. Uh, well, there's actually eight letters, but there's seven verses. So, 那那我们现在来看一看这这个八个字母表示的这个七个主要的意思。So you, if you've done your math, you know that one of these verses is going to be used for two of the letters. <laughs> so D, devoted to God. So D The first passage comes from Luke 14. We're going to start in Luke 14, and we're going to come back to it a, a few, two or three times because Jesus has a Great passage where he talks to his disciples of what it means to be a disciple in Luke 14. 我们会在这一开始来讲这个路加福音十四章，然后我们会反复的来回到这段经文，因为这实在是在是非常重要的一段经文。So this is what Jesus says in Luke 14:26. 这是主耶稣基督在路加福音的十四章。He says, "If anyone comes to me and does not hate father and mother, wife and children." Brothers and sisters, yes, even their own life. Such a person cannot be my disciple. This is Luke 福音十章的二十六节。说人到我这里来，若不爱我，胜过爱自己的父母、妻子、儿女。You see, a disciple 和自己的生命关系，就不能做我的门徒。哎，我看不见前面的。Sorry, a disciple of Jesus shows total devotion to God. 那个主耶稣基督的门徒是把自己的所有的一切真正的是投入在主耶稣基督的身上。You know, a disciple of Jesus at least has a has an understanding that that we can we can understand part of God because He's just so great we may not be able to understand all of Him. 我们他的主的门徒们完全的知道，我们不可能完整的完全的明白上帝，只能知道他的一部分。But even what we in our finiteness can understand. Leads us to just be in awe of God and to realize that He is far greater than anything on earth. 但是即使是只是这么一个非常有限的认识，也会知道上帝是实在是大过大过所有的其他的一切。And so we're called to be so devoted to Him that 
that relative to anything else on earth, even our own lives, we love him and we hate the other things. 这是因为基于这样的认识，我们就会在这个世界上做的时候，我们献身给上帝，我们爱他，就超过了我们周围的所有的一切。甚至圣经用了一个夸张的词语，说是恨我们周围的这一切。Now obviously, Jesus isn't calling us to hate our family. 那实际上不是真正的上帝说你真的是去仇视自己的家人。In fact, it's only if our lives are truly devoted to God that we will be able to love our family the way God wants us to love them. 而事实上呢，假如我们真的是把我们的生命完全献给上帝的话，我们就可以更好的、更多的来我们周遭的我们的家人。Because if we are just utterly devoted to God with our lives. Then we will be able to love our family with the selfless love that often family requires. 只有当我们真的是把自己完全的交托给上帝的时候，这个时候我们才会真正的是一种无私的爱来爱我们的家庭。And being able to love with that kind of love would be impossible apart from utter devotion to God. 而这样的爱，如果除除了我们把自己献身给上帝以外，是不可能做到。You know, a disciple of Jesus is just in awe that God is even mindful of him or her. That 主的门徒们是这样的惊奇，这么有伟大的上帝居然会关心像我们这样的人。They are in awe of the fact that they have been chosen by God to be a vessel through which He can extend His kingdom to earth. 他们是那么的稀奇，我们会被上帝拣选作为他扩展他国度的器皿。And so, when God comes to that disciple and asks for something very, very difficult, the disciple doesn't say, "Oh, God, why are you asking for something so difficult?" They just are humbled and honored that they would be asked by God to do that. So, when the disciples hear God's call to ask for something very, very difficult, they don't think it's a difficult thing, but they are humbled and honored. You know, the verse before this one, or one of the verses before this one in Luke 14. Tells us that、uh, there were large crowds traveling with Jesus. 事实上，在这段经文以前的一节，十四章的二十五节，啊，那个圣经描述说，当时在主耶稣基督的身边是有一堆极大的人群。So these verses that we're going to look at, many of them in Luke 14, Jesus was speaking to large crowds. 在路加福音里面，就很多的时候，主耶稣是在对一个很多的人在说话。And Jesus never had a problem. Calling people in the large crowd to radical commitment to follow him. 但是主耶稣基督会毫不迟疑的，在这一大堆的人群当中里面呼召出一批人，给他们一些看起来是极端困难的要求。He knew then, and he knows now that few out of the crowd will be willing to step forward and really be his disciples. 主耶稣过去知道，现在依然知道，只有相当少的一部分是真正的愿意把自己真正的献身给神的。And so it's very interesting watching Jesus' strategy because he was always comfortable working with just a few and going much deeper with them than trying to work with a lot of people and just work in a very thin way. That's very interesting. We can see Jesus, he just is willing to use this strategy, just spend a lot of time on They loved to hear what he had to say. They loved to watch what he did. 看这些人群的话，你觉得很有意思。他们非常希望听主耶稣基督说的，看他做的。They loved to even go tell others 
Wow, did you hear what Jesus did today? Did you hear what Jesus is talking about? But they were never willing to commit themselves to do what Jesus told them to do. People in the crowd are never willing to go further than what they themselves just want to do. And when you look at our churches today, do you see the crowd? Or do you see the disciples? It's a, it's a very important question that we all ask ourselves today. Do I want to be just a member of the crowd? Or do I want to be a disciple? And if you want to be a disciple, if you want to step out of that crowd and really follow Jesus, it starts with utter devotion to God. Alright, let's go to the I. The I, the first I, is imitating Jesus. And the passage for this is John 8, verses 31 and 32. These are actually the two verses, or the passage, that are not only going to help us with I, but the next letter, S, studying his teaching. So this is the special letter, or the special verse. And again, in this passage in John chapter 8, Jesus is dealing with the crowd. In this case, the crowd are the Jews who believed. But Jesus isn't looking for just belief. You see, as, as we'll read in this passage, Jesus is looking for beyond belief. He's looking for those who will do what his teachings say. So John chapter 8, 31 and 32 says, To the Jews who had believed him, Jesus said, If you hold to my teaching... You are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. So Jesus isn't looking for just those who believe. He's looking for those who will do what his teachings say. And sometimes the sayings of Jesus are very difficult. Sometimes his teachings seem almost impossible to do. 
问题是，主耶稣基督的教导看起来是都是非常非常困难，有的时候甚至看起来是根本不可能去做的事情。But a disciple of Jesus will accept them and do them. 但是主的门徒却会真正的去接受，甚至去做。You see, the disciple wants to live his or her life as close to that of Jesus as he or she possibly can. 他的门徒们想要活出他们的生命来。And it brings to mind the verse in First John two, chapter two, verse six. 这让我想起了约翰一书的第二章的第六节。There it says, "Whoever claims to live in Christ or to live in Him must live as Jesus did." 人若说他坐在主里面，就该自己照主所行的去做。Do you claim to live in Him? 你是不是会自称自己是要住在主的里面的 ？Then you must live as Jesus did. 那你就必须照着主所做的去做。By the time we finish our acronym here, we're going to discover that not only are we called to live as Jesus did, but we're called to love as Jesus loved and to speak as Jesus spoke. 当我们讲完这些所有的字母的时候，你会就会发现，主耶稣就教导我们的不仅仅是说我们要做像主所做，我们甚至要爱像主所爱，说主所说的。So it brings to mind the writings from the the writer of Hebrews, where he tells us to fix our eyes on Jesus and to fix our thoughts on Jesus. 这就想起了在希伯来书十二章里面讲到的那个作者要求我们要定睛在主耶稣基督身上，要把我们的思想。We are called to imitate Jesus in all parts of our life, especially the most difficult times. 我们被呼召出来是要活出耶稣基督的样子，特别是在那些非常非常困难的时候和地方。So in this passage, we we conclude that there were Jews who were already believing, but to become a disciple of Jesus, Jesus needed them to do what His teachings said. 在这些经文里面，我们可以看到主耶稣基督要求那些已经相信的那些犹太会众，不光是相信，而且更要去照着主耶稣所教导的去做。Now the S of disciple is studying his teachings. 然后现在我们来看这个字母 S。S 的意思是说，我们要学习主的教导。It's the same passage, John chapter eight, verses thirty-one and thirty-two. 这我们所用的经文是同一段的，《约翰福音》第八章三十一到三十二节。You see, if you're going to hold to Jesus' teachings, then you need to know what Jesus' teachings are. 如果你说我们要持守主耶稣基督的教导，遵守他的教导，那首先你要知道他的教导是什么。And so, as I mentioned before, a disciple then sometimes would spend years studying the teachings of their rabbi, so that they really knew what the teachings said. 前面已经介绍了说，在主耶稣基督的时代，那些门徒们通常花好几年的时间学习他们的老师的教导。You see, a, a disciple of Jesus really cherishes the time he or she gets to read God's word. 主的门徒确实是非常的宝贵，那个能够学习主耶稣基督的教导的时间。It's not burdensome to read God's word. It's a privilege. 这不是一个负担，而是一个特权。In fact, it's frustrating when we don't have more time to spend reading His words. 我们只只会感到可惜的是，我们没有更多的时间来学习他的话语。And so, a disciple of Jesus will prioritize studying His teachings, and they'll prioritize it above rest or work. Or play. So, as a disciple of Jesus, he often encourages us to prioritize our studying of God's word above 
And you know, as you, as you study his teachings, and then as you do them, you find something surprising. 当你真正的学习主的话语，照着去做的时候，你就会发现什么事事事情是出乎你的意料。The things that you read and you said, Jesus, this is impossible to do. If you do them, often you find it's not so difficult. 当你读的时候，你说啊，主啊，这个太难了，这个是做不到。可是你当你真的去照着他做的时候，你就会发现你可以做到。Why? Because God sends His Spirit to you. 为什么？ and he gives you the ability to do even things that are very difficult. And so, as the verse suggests, as you study those teachings, as you do them, you are eventually set free. You come to understand the truths of what Jesus is teaching us, and it sets you free from this life. It sets you free from the rat race that you see so many people in. And it sets you free to move forward boldly in extending the kingdom because you know Jesus is going to be with you. He's going to go before you. And he's going to give you everything you need. And as you study his teachings, then you're ready for the evil one when he comes and he tries to discourage you or he tries to derail you from what Jesus has called you to. So a disciple is devoted to God, imitates Jesus, and studies his teachings. And now we get to see. We're halfway there. And C is one of my favorite letters. Because C stands for carrying our cross. We come back to Luke chapter 14. Jesus says this. And whoever does not carry their cross and follow me cannot be my disciple. So this leads to a very inter- interesting question for all of us. Jesus states that every disciple must carry their cross. So what cross are you carrying? Have you ever asked yourself that question? What cross are you carrying? If you're a disciple of Jesus, you should be able to identify your cross. And if you're going through life and saying, well, I really don't have a cross, well, according to Jesus, it seems like maybe you're not his disciple. Now, 
Now, I have to warn you, we use that expression, carrying our cross, very lightly in our society today. You know, often we think of it as, oh, this person is burdening me, this person is inconveniencing me, I have to carry my cross. That's not what Jesus meant. Jesus has some other passages that are often coupled with carrying a cross. He talks about denying ourselves, and denying yourself is a mark of a disciple. But it's not carrying your cross. What did Jesus do when he carried his cross? He carried it to his death. And so what does carrying our cross mean? It means that we will intentionally choose to live our lives to suggest that we don't think our lives are our own. We don't live like the rest of the world that says, this is my life. We live our lives knowing that God is the one who has given us our life and that to be a disciple of Jesus means that we will choose to live our life as if it's not our own. So just like Jesus, we give up our life freely. So I think there are many examples throughout the scriptures that are good examples of people who carried their cross. One of them was Paul. And in Acts 20:24, we read that Paul considered his life worth nothing. He wanted to run the race. He wanted to complete the task that God had given him, which was to testify to God's grace. So you see, Paul lived his life like it wasn't his own. Moses is a good example. He regarded disgrace for the sake of Christ as of greater value than the treasures of Egypt. We read that in Hebrews 11. Why did he do this? The passage tells us because he was looking ahead to his reward. Now, how many of us would do what Moses did? Think about it. Moses was living in the palaces of Egypt. I mean, life was fantastic. And God is calling him to go into the wilderness. To lead the slaves out of Egypt. 
to How many of us would be willing to do that? You know, if God were to call you to some other part of the world where you're going to have to live much differently than you live here, how many of you are willing to do that? How many of us are willing to give up this easy life of Boston to go and be a disciple of Jesus in some other part of the world? You see, Moses didn't hold on to the palaces of Egypt. He went. So Moses is a good example to us of what it means to carry our cross. So Moses is a good example to us of what it means to carry our cross. One more example for you from Hebrews chapter 10. Here we read that the early Jewish Christians were joyfully accepting the confiscation of their property. Imagine that. How many of us would joyfully accept the confiscation of our property if it had something to, that was violating or taking away from our commitment to be a disciple. And the passage in Hebrews 10 tells us that these Jewish, early Jewish Christians joyfully accepted it because they knew they had better and lasting possessions. You see, their treasures were in heaven, not in earth. And so this sea of disciple is, 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 is it's a difficult one to carry our cross. Any of us who want to try to control our life or we think our life is our own, it'll be near impossible for us to carry our cross. Let's go to the next eye of investing in others. Investing in others brings us to Matthew 28, a very familiar passage. There, Jesus says, uh, I'll wait for the slide here, go in the next one. There, Jesus says, All authority in earth and on heaven has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I commanded you. And surely I am with you always, to the very end of the age. So the Great Commission is where Jesus tells us to 
that disciples will do what he did. Invest in the lives of others. So, this great commission, Jesus Christ here tells us that to be disciples is to invest in our time and energy in others' lives. And that's really what discipleship is all about. This is really what discipleship is all about. It's about life transference. This is a life transfer. It's about pouring our lives into the lives of others. This is about pouring our lives into the lives of others. And it takes time. Takes a willingness to walk with person through their ups and downs. But that's what a disciple will do. They will disciple others. They will invest in others. One of the people that God has raised up to disciple me is a gentleman named Bertram Lim. He's the board chairman. Of our partner in the Philippines, CCT. This, we are talking about. This, he was the director of the Philippines. Of the biggest company in the Philippines to do the billboard advertising, but he still prefers to be called Brother Bert. Yeah, this Brother Bert is a very unfortunate person. He is in the Philippines' biggest company. If you click the next one on the PowerPoint, you'll even see his picture. So that's Brother Bert. You can imagine he's an extremely busy man. You can 看到这个 Brother Bert， 他是一个非常非常非常忙的人。Yet Brother Bert makes time every week, actually twice a week, to come into the CCT office so he can disciple the CCT staff members. 但是这位弟兄却每周至少花两次的时间来到这个 CCT 的 office 这个办公室来做这个门训。If any of you can read Tagalog, and I know there's at least one in the room, maybe more, he actually has written some of the best-selling books in Tagalog on discipleship. He is. You know, some of you can read his books. He uses the local language, Tagalog, that language, to write about discipleship. I don't know who has read it. And obviously, he's a very wealthy man. Of course, he's a very wealthy man. But despite his wealth, he lives very, very simply, so that he can take the the wealth that God has given him and invest it in the many kingdom opportunities that he sees. 可是他自愿的过一个非常非常简朴的生活，这样的可以让他可以有资源来做这扩展神的国度的事情，做门训的事情。So God is working through this man in great, great ways to extend His kingdom to many of the poor in the Philippines. 所以上帝在使用这一位仆人。Brother Bert describes a healthy discipling organization as having four generations of discipleship. This Brother Bert is very interesting. He says a really healthy organization is a discipling organization that has four generations of discipleship. He bases it on the verse in 2 Timothy 2:2. This is from the Timothy chapter 2:6. You see, in in this four-generation discipleship organization, each person will be able to identify who is discipling them, who they are discipling, and who that person is discipling. 
哎，我我看看我能不能记住。他说，这如果是一个健康的机构，我们的机构就有这么世代，哪世代呢？是说他自己能够知道谁是他培训他的，然后呢，他又知道是谁是他在培训，而且呢，他还要知道是谁是那些他在培训的人在培训的人，所以这是世代。So how many generations are there in your discipleship line? 所以在你的这个门徒训练的这这一个线条当中，有几代呢？我们这里有几代。Can you identify a person who has discipled you? Are you discipling someone? And are you teaching them how to disciple someone? You see, that's the four generations of discipleship. And any organization. That has those four generations of discipleship is a very powerful tool for extending the kingdom of heaven to earth. 任何一个机构有这样四代门徒的，那他就会被上帝使用去扩展他的国度，是一个非常有效的。You know, we're trying in peer servants to become a four-generation discipleship organization. 那我们是在这个平等仆人机构里面，我们努力的想成为是一个有四代门徒的这样的一个机构。And I would encourage you at CBCGB, if you're not already a four-generation discipleship church, become one. Ah, 我鼓励现在 CBCGB 教会，如果你们还没有成为这个世代教会的话，努力努力的去成为这样的一个。God will use you in powerful ways in Boston and to the ends of the earth to extend His kingdom if you become a four-generation discipleship. 如果我们真正的成为有世代门徒的教会的话，上帝一定会使用我们，不光是在波士顿，是到这个地级。So Jesus invested his life in his disciples, and if you're a disciple of Jesus, he expects you to do the same. 主耶稣基督花了他的大量的精力在他的门徒们的身上，所以他也期待着他的真正的门徒也会照着他这样的去做，花费时间投资于别人的身上。We're ready for P. 我们现在可以准备来看这个 P 了。Producing fruit. 结出果子来。The verse here is John 15, verse 8. There, Jesus says, "This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples." Oh, 我们一起来念，你们多结果子，我父就因此得荣耀，你们也就是我的门徒了。So Jesus tells us that his disciples will bear much fruit. 所以耶稣教导他的门徒说，你们做主的门徒会多结果子的。How does it happen? If we had more time, we would read the first seven verses of John 15. And there we would learn that it happens by remaining in Christ. So what does it mean to remain in Jesus? It certainly means to remain in prayer and remain in His Word. 那是不是说我们常在祷告，常在读经当中呢 ？But it also means doing what Jesus would do, serving like Jesus. 可能不光是这样，可能还包括是说我们要照着主做的去做，像主那样的去服侍别人。And if we looked at verse seven, the one right before this one, we would appreciate. That it means speaking the words of Jesus. Jesus says, "If my words remain in you," so it involves speaking the words of Jesus. If we look at 
前面一节呃第七节的话，我们就可以看到这里包括是说我们要讲主所所说的话，是说在主的里面的话。What would your home be like if people in your home spoke the words of Jesus? 你试想一下，你的家里会变成一个什么样子？都是在家里的话，你们讲的都是主的话语。What would your church be like if this was a place where people spoke the words of Jesus? 我们的教会会是个什么样子的？我们这里人人都说的都是耶稣的话。Think of what our community would be like. Think of what our nation would be like. Wow, we've just come off this terrible political season. We heard very few of the words of Jesus. 你想想看，我们的周围的社区会怎么样？我们这个国家会怎么样？我们刚刚结束一个非常非常困难的、令人讨厌的竞选。Imagine how much fruit we would bear if we would speak the words of Jesus. 你们仔细想想看，我们会多结多少果子？因为我们说的是耶稣的话，不像在这竞选里面，我们没有听到什么耶稣说的话。Imagine how much of the kingdom we would experience ourselves, and how much of that kingdom we could extend to others if we remain in Christ and speak. His words. 我们想想看，如果我们常在主的里面，我们常说主的话语的话，我们可以经历更多的，会多少的经历更多的上帝的国度。我们可以多做多少的事情来扩展上帝的国度。If you remain in Christ, if you speak His words, you will produce fruit. 如果你常在主耶稣基督里面，你常常挂在嘴边说的是耶稣的话语的话，你会多结果子。Maybe you're looking at your life and you're asking, where is the fruit? 如果你看看自己的生活，有的时候你可能问自己：我的果子在哪里呢 ？This is an invitation today to say, Jesus, I want to become your disciple. Help me to remain in you, so that I can see fruit from my life. 今天可以作为一个对你的邀请，你可以这样的祷告主说：主啊，你让我藏在你的里面，好叫我多结果子。Well, we have two letters left: L, loving one another. 我们现在还有两另外两个字母。And here we go to John chapter thirteen. These are Jesus' words. These are Jesus' words. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. 你们一起来。你们若有彼此相爱的心，众人因此就认出你们是我的门徒了。At the end of the day, Jesus says that the defining mark. Of being his disciple will be our love for one another. 说到最后，其实主耶稣就是告诉我们说，真正能够显出我们是主的门徒的，是因为我们彼此相爱。He does not call us to a thin, self-serving love. 他没有只是呼召我们出来是做只做那些肤浅的，是只是为了自己的利益的那种爱。He calls us to a deep, selfless love. 他是一个非常非常深深的，这是一个。In fact, again in the verse just before this one, he tells us that we have to love just like he loved. 事实上，在这段经文的以前，主耶稣就是告诉我们说，我们要爱，就像主耶稣基督那样的爱。Think about that. 仔细的思考那句。Think about how much Jesus has loved you. 我们仔细的思考，主是怎么的爱我们，爱我们有多深。Think of his unconditional love. And that's the love he calls all of us to love others with. Ah, 正是那样的爱，主耶稣基督呼召我们说要像那样的爱去爱别人。It may seem impossible to do. 他可能看起来说这个根本就没有可能，我会做得到。And as Jesus says in this passage, it's such an extreme form of love 
that if we love that way, people will look at our lives and say, "You must be a disciple of Jesus." 那正是因为这是一种极端的、极致的爱。那如果我们真的能够做到的话，别人就会认出我们是真正的是主的门徒。Do people look at your life and the way you love others and say you must be a disciple of Jesus? 我们的生命，我们活出的生命，是不是说会让人可以看见说啊，这这这个真的是主的门徒？ So if you want to be a disciple of Him, learn to love as Jesus loved. 如果你想要成为真正的主的门徒的话，你就要学习像主那样的爱，去爱别人。Well, I think we're learning that becoming a disciple of Jesus isn't easy. 所以我想，你们大家已经意识到，真的要主做的门徒，真的是不是一件容易的事情。我们还有一个，现在最后一个字母。And there, the E of disciple is everything for Jesus. 这是那个 E， 是所有的一切都为主耶稣。We return to Luke 14. 我们又回到路加福音十四章。It's where we started. 这是我们开始的地方。Here in verse 33, Jesus says. In the same way, those of you who do not give up everything you have cannot be my disciples. 十四章三十三节这样教导我们说，我们一起来。这样，你们无论什么人，若不撇下一切所有的，就不能做我的门徒。So Jesus requires us to give up everything if we want to be His disciple. 所以主在这里要求我们说，我们必须放下自己所有的一切。Now you see why it was going to be difficult for the rich to enter the kingdom. So you now know why the wealthy cannot enter the kingdom. And we often try to water down what Jesus is telling us to do. But I think we forget that Jesus is fully capable of meeting all of our needs when He puts such a great demand on us. 可是我们可能我已经忘掉了，其实主耶稣基督是完全有这个能力来供应我们。当我们真正的是放下自己所有的一切的时候，我们不用担心。And I really stand before you, and my wife and I stand before you as people who can tell you that this this verse is true. 而我和我的太太确实就是可以。来证明这句这段经文是真实的，我们可以为这个经文做见证。If you were here last night, you may remember in the introduction that I I used to work as an actuary and a vice president at John Hancock. 呃，我们的弟兄以前是一个 vice president 啊，是那个副主席，是 John Hancock 的副主席。So it was a very good job. 我想这是一个不错的工作。But I knew God was calling me to go become the president of Pure Servants. 但是我知道上帝呼召我出来是做另外一个主席，是这个平等仆人的主席。If you looked at this from the financial lens, you would say it was the stupidest decision we ever made in our lives. 如果你从那个财政角度来说，赚钱的角度来说，这很可能是我和我太太所做的一个最最最最愚蠢的一个决定。But we stand before you as a family who has never lacked. 他说：“我现在在站在你面前，作为一个一个家庭的话，实际上我们从来从来没有后悔。In fact, God has provided for our needs in just miraculous ways. 我们从来没有缺乏过。” He has drawn us into a more intimate and precious relationship with Him because we've had need sometimes. He has brought us into a more intimate and precious relationship with Him because we've had need sometimes. 
。如果你今天说啊，我真的是主啊，我要做你的门徒，可是我不知道我是不是真的能够做到这一个，就那么一件事情，有一件事情是阻碍我的。I would encourage you to keep moving forward in becoming a disciple of Jesus。我鼓励你是不要去考虑那么多，只是迈出去，勇敢的去做主的门徒。Because Jesus can meet your every need。因为主耶稣基督能够供应你一切的需要。Now the author of this book has a really good description, particularly on this verse. 那这这本书的作者有一个非常非常好的一个解说，是对这节经文的解说。Because with this verse, the author points out that what Jesus is really calling us to is to be good stewards. 他说，真真正这节经文的意思，主耶稣基督是让我们去呼召出来，呼召我们去做一个好的管家。And unfortunately, many of us are not very good stewards. 其实我们不一定是很好的一个管家。You know, we we tell God, "Oh God, everything is yours." 我我们经常会这样告诉哦，主啊，一切都是你的。God, all you have to do whenever you need it is call me. 那这哦哦，你所要东西需要你做的，你做的事就是你需要我的时候你就叫我好了。We wait for the phone to ring. 我们在等待上帝的电话。And the phone never rings. 但是上帝从来没有打电话给我们。And we think, "Great, God, I get to use it for myself." 哦、oh, ，所以说哦，那好，上帝，你既然没有没有打电话给我问我要的话，那那我就留给自己了。That's not being a good steward. 这不叫做做一个好管家。That's not what God calls us to. 这不是上帝呼召我们出来做的样子。What does a good steward do? 什么是一个好管家做的呢 ？A good steward understands the desires of the owner. 一个好管家是一个真正的体会、明白上帝的心意的，他的主人的心意的。A good steward manages what has been entrusted to him or her according to the desires of the owner. Yeah, 一个好管家，他管理他的财富是他的主人交托给他的，他是要根据他主人的心意来管理。So what does God want with what He's entrusted to you? 那么上帝是要我们做，交在我们手手中的，上帝要我们做什么？ What would God do if He had what you have? 上帝会怎么来使用你的所有的东西 ？That's how you're supposed to manage what God has given you. 这是你应该怎么来管理这个上帝所给你。That's how you are a good steward. 这样的人才是一个好的管家。And so you can see then how easily one might say, "I have to give up everything to follow Jesus." 所以你你可以看到，有的时候我们会说，一个人会说，哈，我很愿意放下我自己所有一切来跟随耶稣。It's not at all easy to give up everything to follow Jesus. 其实，那实在不是一件容易的事情，来放下自己所有的一切来跟随耶稣。Doing so requires complete trust in Him. 这样做需要你有完全的信托信赖主耶稣基督。But it is what Jesus requires of His disciples. 而这真正是主耶稣基督所要求他的门徒。So let's do a quick review. 所以我们现在来啊总结一下。D, devoted to God. D is 献身给上帝 I, imitating Jesus. I 是说效仿耶稣 S, studying His teachings. S 是学习耶稣的教导 C, carrying our cross. C 是背起我们自己的十字架 I, investing in others. I 是说我们投资在别人身上 P, producing fruit. P 是说我们结出果子来 L, loving one another. L 是说彼此相爱 E everything for Jesus. E 是所有的一切都归耶稣。So before we close and go have our dumplings, I come back to that question. 那那在我们结束去吃饺子以前，我会回到这一个问题。Do you want to be a member of the crowd 
or do you want to be a disciple? Do you want to be a member of the crowd or do you want to be a disciple? Extending the kingdom of heaven to earth may sound impossible. There's no doubt it's an extreme outcome that Jesus was looking for. And extreme outcomes require extreme measures. And as we've learned today, through just the words of Jesus, these were not my words, we've learned that becoming a disciple of Jesus is an extreme step to take. But it will lead to the most fulfilling life imaginable. It will lead to a life where daily you are dependent and intimate with God. And as a result, it will lead to the kingdom of heaven being experienced on earth. Let's pray to that end. Father, we're very humbled that the King of Kings would even be mindful of us to possibly become one of his disciples. We're very humbled that you would look at us and consider us as a means of joining you in extending the kingdom of heaven to earth. But Father, we are so inspired by Jesus' vision. We join him in wanting to see your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. And Father, we know that, that to do that, your son is looking for disciples. He's not only looking for disciples, he's looking for those who will make disciples. So Lord, I pray that you will give us the courage, give us the strength we need to become your true disciples. Father, give us the ability to fix our eyes and our thoughts on Jesus. Help us to be utterly devoted to you. So that, Lord, we can see your kingdom come. I thank you for this church, Father. You've used this church in great ways to extend your kingdom. You've called many people from the crowd to become your disciples in this church. So Lord bless this church. 
But I pray, Father, you will raise up many disciples in this church. Father, help it to become that four-generation church, four-discipleship generation church. So that it can become an even more powerful tool for you to extend your kingdom from heaven to earth. Father, we pray all of these things in the matchless, wonderful, powerful name of your Son and our Lord and Savior and our King, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Tonight, after the dumplings,